0: I'm no longer bound, I'm no longer chained, I'm no longer captive,
1: no longer restrained Delivered, set free, and free to be me, let me introduce myself Welcome everybody to Be The Light, this is Pastor Zachira Robinson And in this show, I interviewed Talia We had a chance to talk about deliverance We also had a chance to talk about New Age and coming out of being Catholic and if God can do it for her, guess what? God can also do it for you. So tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. My name is Freedom! Freedom! Welcome- to be the light. This is Pastor Zakir Robinson. And today I have a special guest on the show. Her name is Talia. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So today we're going to be having some interesting talk just for the simple fact that there is a lot of people that is out there doing new age. There is a lot of people that is out there that, you know, is in wrong religion, you know, worshiping false gods, which we know God told us to not do. Okay. And so today I wanted Talia to be able to talk about some of her journey in, um, in the ministry that God has currently placed her in, because listen, the girl has took <laughs> off on TikTok and I told her I had I had the pleasure. It was my honor to do her baptism. It was my honor to um, do her deliverance. It was my honor to just, you know, prophesy and, and say whatever God have laid on my heart for her at that moment. And one of the things God had told her, which I'm going to let her share some of, I want to tell all of her <laughs> secrets, was that... Um, was that she needed to start TikTok. And I told her, I was like, hey, this is what God is saying. You need to start your TikTok. And it was confirmation to her. Yes. Because uh, God was already telling her she needed to start this TikTok. Um, so she went ahead and started. And I told her, I said, God said that your first video is going to go viral. <laughs> I told her that. And guess what it did? What did it go? It went viral. It went viral. And <laughs> so. I couldn't
0: even believe it. I mean, I I heard your prophecy, obviously. And I thought that I would get some followers. But the, the scale of it was Way beyond anything I could have ever imagined.
1: Yeah, in three days she hit 31 point K followers. Yeah. Literally. It
0: was crazy. Her just, first
1: video hit one million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I had another
0: one do a million as well. I think the first one is like almost at two million now. So.
1: Yeah. And so it's crazy. And we want to we want to definitely make sure that we're not getting lost in follows. Yeah. We're not getting lost in um, numbers. But the, the important part is just making sure that the message is getting out because there's a lot of people who is doing things that they should not be doing. You know, doing such as New Age, you know, they're doing all of this stuff that, you know, like, like Stone and sage and they're doing all of these cleansings when we know that the only true person to cleanse us is who? Jesus Christ. Amen. So we have to make sure that that's what we're following. And so Talia, just kind of tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up in you know in your home, because obviously I know that you came from being Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um so just kind of share a little bit about that journey before we get into what God is doing with you today. Yeah, so growing up, I was always Catholic and my dad
0: was extremely Catholic and he always kind of forced it on me. And we had a kind of a divided household. My mom was not Catholic and she was always like, Oh, you don't need to go to church, you don't need to do this. And my dad was very overbearing, like, you need to go to church, very strict and very kind of controlling. And I never because of that, I never wanted to go. Right. So I my mom ended up letting me go to public school, which none of my siblings had done. Um, so then as a result, my dad forced me into religion classes, which I never wanted to go to. And then he made me switch to private school in mm-hmm. sixth grade. So going from public school to a private Catholic school is really hard because most of those kids had gone there ever since they were in pre-K. And I was coming in at sixth grade. I didn't know anything. I didn't know the prayers. Everything was super strict. And it just made me pull away from the religion. So growing, up i was never in it i never really cared about it i mean i would i would pray in class and i would pray in church but other than that i never felt
1: connected to it but i still always called myself catholic because i didn't know any better okay so um let me ask you this so when you was start okay obviously you went from one school to another school because that moved you once he moved you um did you you were at a catholic school yes how, how was that experience for you like what did you feel um I really didn't like it honestly
0: (laughs) I will say the education was good so I don't regret anything but it was very clicky I feel that the kids were very strict in friend groups and they all had they named their groups and I just didn't like how it felt I mean it was like you couldn't be friends with anyone because you weren't in the group so I never liked that and it was just super strict so I didn't like that either but the education was good and I did end up making friends but the whole time I was in school all I wanted to do was go to college like like, my entire time growing up, all I wanted to do was leave so then I could be free and like make my own friends instead of being forced to be friends with the people who are in the small school.
1: Yeah. And so as you, of course, going through high school and, you know, just going through different changes within yourself, what point did you hit where you were like, something's not right with, with this religion? Like what, what kind of, what was some of the signs for you? So for me,
0: I never felt connected to the religion. Like I would always go to church and I would try and I genuinely just didn't understand how to get close to God because mm-hmm. I would try to pray. I would go to church. I went to confirmation classes that were four hours long every Sunday. And it felt like I was putting in all this effort yet. I could never get close. I could never hear anything. I could never feel anything. I was never moved. And I didn't know. I thought it was my fault. I guess I thought that God had certain people that he felt close to and others. It, he just
1: didn't. So I didn't really know. I just was so confused all the time. You know, the one thing that you just said was that A lot of people feel like 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 they don't matter yeah i literally just posted something today on um on my tick one of my tiktoks because i have two but i posted something and i was just basically giving positive affirmations because so many times the enemy what he does is he comes in he 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 fills and floods our mind okay once he floods our mind we begin to take in these thoughts and see i was just writing something down because god have told me to talk about this topic and it's basically whatever you allow your mind to think is what you're going to begin to do Mm -hmm. okay so if you're feeling your yourself with the Holy Spirit, with righteousness, with his word, with prayer, with fasting, then you're going to walk those things out. Okay. But if you're filling your, your, your minds with negative thoughts, negative words, negative, um, negative emotions that the enemy is trying to tell you that you are and what you feel, guess what you're going to do. You're going to feel it. You're going to start acting on it. You're going to start picking up behaviors from that. So such mm-hmm. as if it's, um, let's just say you're dealing with stress. Okay. You're going to be stressed. So you're going to find something to help you cope with stress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some people, they eat either stay at home, they stay in their bed, they don't move, they don't do anything, they eat, they binge watch TV. Next thing you know, um, not just stress come along, but then depression comes. So it's like a never ending cycle. And then one of the questions that a lot of people ask me is, um, well, how do you know you have given it to God? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a question some people ask. And the, the the way that I answer that is when you are still going through it, but you have peace. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I agree. And touching on what you said, this is why I
0: want to share so much. And I feel this call to share to people because so many people, they come to me and they say, I don't understand how you are so close to God. Like, I wish I could be like that. And I think people look at me as this person who has always just been this, so close to God. But that was literally me. Mm-hmm. In high school, I was diagnosed with depression, diagnosed with two types of anxiety. I and that I never went to God. I mean, I would try to pray, but then I felt nothing, so then I would do other things. Like, I would lay in bed, I would just go on my phone. That is one thing, especially our generation. We never go to God. We never sit in silence. We're always just going to stimulation to fill our pain. You know, we, we can't sit alone with our thoughts in a room for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. We'll go crazy. So everyone just goes on their phone, scrolls, 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 and like you fill your entire day with that, and then you just sleep. And when you're doing that, you're, you're depressed. I mean, there's no reason why you're depressed. And a lot of the mm-hmm. things that you're taking in aren't good for you either, mm-hmm. especially if you feel these negative emotions, then you start to watch things that you know the algorithm knows that you feel these negative emotions because you engage with content like that so then it'll give you more and more sad things and you're just watching it and watching it and you're filling your brain with all this depression and it just
1: builds and builds and builds one thing that um as you was talking what what i've started doing okay as soon as i hear the negative thought I don't allow that negative thought to go past 60 seconds because mm-hmm. if you allow it to go past that, you, you haven't rebuked it. You haven't cast it down because God's word says to cast every high imaginational thought down that mm-hmm. exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And you have to bring every thought into the obedience of Christ. But when you choose to allow those thoughts to ramble and to go through your mind, then you begin to come into an agreement with it. Like, yeah, that did happen. Yeah, I was there. You begin to come into an agreement with it. Now it has taken a place in your heart. Now. Mm-hmm. Is sitting on your heart. Now you're 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 walking this thing out, which is why I stated you know a few minutes ago is that you have to cast those thoughts down. Number one, and don't don't allow it to to expand. Okay, mm-hmm. and then also you have to remember that what you think is what you're going to feel. Mm-hmm. What you feel is what you're going to do. Okay, and so we have to make sure that we're keeping those things in check because so many times as um, just believers and just believers. Period we allowed the enemy to keep beating on us but yet if someone did that physically yep. we're going to be ready to fight back so <laughs> we, we don't waste no time to fight back and so um, you you end up going to Catholic school um, and then about eventually you went over to college was that when you started the new age yeah so I, I'll get into that one second I just want to agree with that and say a lot
0: of people don't understand that those thoughts aren't theirs the second they think that negative thought they just think it's themselves and they agree with it and they say oh this is just who I am I'm just a sad person I'm just mm-hmm. depressed or like this is just how I think and it's not mm-hmm. and going through deliverance is what really made me understand that but answering your question yes. Yeah. so going to college it was like freedom for me like I said I was so excited <laughs> so excited I even I was supposed to come to for to FSU for fall and I called them when I got actually like in an argument with my dad and then that day I just called FSU I said can you switch me to summer and they said yes and the, I left in a week so I was really excited and I just completely kind of went away from religion I mean I always had these certain morals but I wasn't religion I didn't go to church at all I was just having fun and you know it was fun for a while and then I don't I honestly don't even know how I got into new age I think I know I was exposed to it on the internet and I think it was probably TikTok where I saw it but I didn't I was just so confused and I honestly didn't even know that it was religious when I first got into it. Wow. And that's what I think is so dangerous because I know one of the people that I followed, he showed it in a very uh, scientific light. So I genuinely thought when I was doing these manifestations, doing these meditations, that I was kind of tricking my mind like psychologically Mm -hmm. into believing, oh, you know, I'm healthy or whatever I was trying to manifest. And I didn't even truly understand that it was a spiritual thing and it was witchcraft. Like I genuinely didn't know what I was doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I never really got too far into that. I think the only thing I'd done when I was in college was possibly maybe look at my horoscope. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally afraid to go and tamper with certain things just because I was already experienced in sleep paralysis, which we're going to get into because you experienced that too. I was experiencing sleep paralysis. I was experiencing waking up, seeing things. So that, that stuff kind of like, just kind of. Freaks me out a little bit just a little bit and so I never really tampered with it but let's talk about the sleep paralysis because you had an experience where it's kind of like I don't know if it woke you where you were like something's not right here but I know for myself I had plenty of encounters with sleep paralysis until I um, received deliverance but um Let's talk about that. So you started experiencing sleep paralysis. What do you think kind of brought that on? So honestly, I've
0: had sleep paralysis for seven years. Like this started in middle school. I don't even know what I did to first bring it on, but... It was so bad. And at first I thought it was just, you know, nightmares. And I went to my mom and I, I found out what sleep process was through like looking this up because I was like, this is different than a nightmare. You know, like mm-hmm. I know I'm awake and I can't move. And I go to my mom about it and she didn't believe me. She didn't even believe <laughs> what I was like. OK, so then I, I tried to ignore it, but I just kept going. And I eventually went to the doctor for it and she told me to, to not take naps. Mm-hmm. So
1: that was the advice I got. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, this, okay not for just seconds because I talked to the doctor about it and they told me it was basically like my brain was um my my body was awake but my brain having signal and that I need to try to move my feet or something to make send signals so I tried that because I believed it until later on I find out this thing is uh spiritual this Mm -hmm. is not uh what you want to call it this is not a health issue this is a spiritual issue it is and I never knew that
0: either and that's what sleep paralysis is though like you know you're awake but you can't move. Right. And, um, I, so I didn't get any help. So I was just like, okay, but I agree. I didn't know it was spiritual. I thought it, it was just my mind because I used to love horror movies. I, I used to watch them all the time. I went to Halloween Horror Nights all the time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was just my brain making these things up. So I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'll just ignore, you know, it, it's really horrible. Like it's honestly the most horrible thing that yes. you can imagine, like horrific things.
1: Like, I, it's literally like. You can't move, you can't talk, and all I, all you can do is pray in your mind, and literally I just say Jesus, and, you know, just pray Jesus. Sometimes I would pray in tongues, yes. like, like, I just had to. But this was before I even had faith, so yeah. I just didn't even know, and
0: I just, you know, did what I could, but it, it literally is what I can imagine hell to be like. Like, it is, do they just torment you. The demons just torment you. Yeah. But so, yeah, um, it was constant. And it was to the point in high school where I was too afraid to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I would stay up as long as I could until I physically couldn't until like nine in the morning and then I would fall asleep.
1: Yeah. And then it would just be every time I fall asleep, it would just happened. So, yeah, because what a lot of people don't realize is that um, a lot of the spiritual attacks starts at about midnight. OK, that's just because those are the demonic hours where witches and all of them was up doing their cantations and they're plotting and planting seeds. So you have to understand that's why it's important when God wake you up, okay, because if you notice in the Bible, um, a lot of the disciples, they rose early, okay, mm-hmm. a lot of them, um, not just most of them, they, especially Jesus, like even he was trying to ask the disciples, like can't y'all just stay up a little bit, mm-hmm. but they kept falling asleep and you have to understand that's a that's a, um, an attack from the enemy, especially when you're trying to stay up, you're trying to read your words, you're trying to um, get in, into study time, next thing you know, you're falling asleep. Mm-hmm. If it happened in the Bible it's going to happen today and so what, i'd like to do is i like to make myself uncomfortable okay i sit on the floor where it's not comfortable sometimes if i'm falling asleep i start standing up at the um at the counter you know how you had like those little bars at your at your home like mm-hmm. like where you put those high seats Sometimes i will stand up there mm-hmm. because it's like i refuse to fall asleep but um even going through that, I realized that this is an attack from the enemy. He's trying to keep me from God. But going back to just not just the sleep paralysis part, but when you're trying to grow your faith, trying to come into Christ, the enemy is going to attack you at every corner. He's going to bring old people back in your life. Yes. He's going to bring old, um, old relationships back yeah. to you, <laughs> old temptations and desires. I mean, it hits you from like left and right. And you're like, okay. I'm trying to walk on this straight and narrow path that God is talking about. Why is it so hard? Like, let's talk about that. Have it been easy for you? Have it been hard? What have you been experiencing since coming over to Christ?
0: Yeah. So honestly, I was already kind of in this alone period of my life Mm -hmm. before I was... Um, I went over to Christ because I had like a really, my really bad medical issue, which was also kind of part of my testimony because that was the point where I realized that I needed God. I was so sick and I really thought I was going to die. Like I could not believe that I lived to this year, like genuinely still is insane to me because it's like a one in three mortality rate. And I was on a feeding tube for a while. Like I couldn't even do anything. Um, so the fact that I was alive, I was like, I know this is God. And I did pray to God, but I didn't know who God was. Mm-hmm. That was the big thing. I was like, God, please help me. But I didn't know who I was praying to. I was still trying to do healing meditations at the same time. So I was so desperate. Um, But I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't know how to find God. I, I tried to go back to the Catholic church. And still, I tried three times. Every time I was like, it's not right. So I just didn't know where to go from there because I had no guidance. You know, my my family's Catholic. I try, I told my dad that I was going to go to a different church. And he was like, <laughs> he was like that you know you're not <laughs> um so I just didn't know what to do so I was I kind of put myself in this like work on yourself era but it wasn't spiritual it was just like self-development read all these books and go to the gym but it wasn't what I needed and it, it wasn't didn't fulfill me but it is crazy what will come back into your life um once you start to <sighs> and it's like hard to even explain but what kind of brought me back to Christ was I ended up, someone reached out to me and asking to get coffee because I posted my story about my sickness and he wanted to talk to me about it. So I said yes and I went and somehow religion came up and I mentioned the meditations I was doing or the Manifestations, and he's a Christian, and he said those things are are witchcraft. Like those are against God, and yoga stuff like that. It's all against God, Mm -hmm. and I was like, no, like what are you talking about? (laughs) Because in my mind, I thought my intentions are pure, so this stuff is fine. Like that's not why I'm trying to do it. I just want to do yoga for my body. I'm just trying to do this for my nervous system. So. It's fine, Mm -hmm. but that's not how it works. Whether you know what you're doing or not, whether you have pure intentions or not, witchcraft is witchcraft and it has the same consequences. Mm -hmm. But I immediately brushed it off and just disagreed. And... That was months ago, but then I started finding myself thinking back to it mm-hmm. randomly. I'm just thinking back to it and I kept pushing it away, but then it just kept coming back and I kept getting this urge, like you need to reach out to Christians and ask questions because I was so confused, but I didn't have any Christian friends. So again, I kept pushing it, pushing it, but it just kept coming back to the point where I reached out again. I was like, Hey, um, I like, I love to ask you some questions about what you said because I've been looking into it and I'd like to actually hear about it. Mm-hmm. So he said yes. And then we called for a couple hours and we just talked and talked. And I was listening and I was reading the scripture and I was like, wow. And then it just from there, just snowballed. And it was just me finding other people and reading scripture. And I kind of got off your topic, no, what you you're asked. Good. No, keep going. Keep but, going. no, you good? Um, <laughs> but I, I'll get back to that. But like I said, when I started doing that, um, people who I hadn't talked, like one of my ex boyfriends who I hadn't talked to in, over a year like came back who I thought I would never speak to again and it was just this like temptation and it was just really just not a good situation and the second that that happened I felt the urge no like don't talk to him just leave and but then there's that the my flesh my flesh was telling me oh well what if what if it's an apology? What if it's this? You know, what if mm-hmm. he, he wants to say sorry or he wants to like say something about how you got sick? So I, I followed my flesh and it ended up being a bad situation and I regretted it after. And then it, I was confused after that. Then my mind was off of God and now I'm thinking about everything that we talked about. I'm like, why did that just happen? We haven't talked in over a year. And it was just this roadblock and this detour
1: that I didn't need to
0: take. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And so, um and the crazy thing is, is that's just how he works. It's like, if I can just get in a little bit, if mm-hmm. I can just get them to take the bait just a little bit, that mean I'm almost in there. You know, and then once you take the bait, it's like you starting all over almost. Um, so how did your family take to you saying you're not doing being a Catholic anymore? Like that's not what you're going to practice anymore and that you were coming over to you know, worship Jesus. Like, what was that like?
0: Well, I was scared, honestly, to tell my family because obviously my dad is super Catholic. He's very rigid in his ways. So I kind of didn't say, and I I don't keep in close contact with my family, really. Mm -hmm. I'll call them every once in a while, but it's not like I update them on everything. But I did end up calling my dad. And when I first told him, he was like, wow, this is the worst day of my life. (laughs) You know, saying all this stuff, like, you need to talk to the priest. You need to talk to the priest. And, but then I, I kept talking and I, kept, the Holy Spirit was filling me and I was telling him everything, telling him my testimony, telling him about deliverance, telling him about the scripture, about what like Catholics do that aren't like for Jesus. And he, he just couldn't, he agreed with some of the stuff I said, but overall he also couldn't defend himself. He was saying, Oh, I don't know enough about it to really talk. To you about this, you need to go to the Catholic priest. And I'm like, well, this is your faith. You don't even know what you believe in. Mm. So I think I kind of got in there a little bit, but, um, I'm going to keep working on it. But he ended up saying, you know, I'm glad that you're at least going to church. I'm glad that you are going back to faith because before I was just completely away from it. So he's happy that I'm doing this, but he
1: still isn't on the same page. (laughs) And one thing that I was hearing within my spirit is that you are the generational curse breaker. So through your obedience, through what you're doing, they're going to follow. Mm-hmm. It may not happen this year, yeah. but eventually you're, you're the person that had to take that, that leap of faith. You mm-hmm. had to step out there, which is why you had to go through that huge sickness where you were on your deathbed, mm-hmm. literally on your deathbed, because you had to realize like, okay, I got to call on somebody. Yeah. This isn't working. Like this mm-hmm. Catholic isn't working. This witchcraft isn't working. Like what is going to work? And so after you turned your life over to Christ, how long did it take before that sickness began to clear up?
0: Well, it wasn't so I didn't turn my life over to Christ until I was already kind of on the road to recovery but it was really really rough when I was trying to do everything by my own strength by my own will my sheer will I was like I'm gonna do this you know and it was brutal like Mm -hmm. the worst months of my life and it was just so hard and I felt so depressed and I'm going on these medication these doctors are giving me and it's just making everything worse the side effects Mm -hmm. of the medications they give they don't even tell you Mm -hmm. and it was just bad, um, so I was just kind of doing it, going through it. But then, really, deliverance is what I, I was feel. Just about to ask about just that. Yeah, the deliverance is crazy. How much it changed me. It was like like that. It was like. I went
1: from zero to 300. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Cause since you just hit deliverance yeah. the questions. And so I want you to talk about that. Yeah. Talk about how you came across deliverance because I know you talked about this video you watched. Yeah. I hope you don't mind sharing. Yeah. Um, but, but talk about that whole experience that you went through, because we have a lot of people that say Christians can't have demons. And it's like, okay, yes, she can't, she was coming out of things, but she was also starting to follow Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at this point you were already considered a Christian yeah. and you're trying to get free from the, the past Lifestyle, and so I want you to shed light on that because you hear it all the time. You hear pastors say it. You hear people who's been in the faith for like many years and they don't believe it. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, so Christians absolutely can't have demons, and most of them probably do have some kind mm-hmm. of demon in their life. And I didn't even know really what that was. Like I said, I was so blind. I was so confused to everything. I had no idea the consequences of things. And that's also why I try to share that because I always thought, oh, the Bible, I didn't even read the Bible. So I didn't even really know, which is also what really changed everything. Once I started to read the scripture, it was like, I couldn't stop. And I was like, wow, this makes sense. And all this confusion was clearing up once I started to read more and more. But I always thought, oh, God tells us to do these things just because that those are his rules and he just doesn't want us to have fun and he just wants, you know, this is just what he wants us to do. But you don't realize that when you're doing those things, you're opening yourself up to all these demonic spirits Mm -hmm. and all those demonic spirits want to do is to inhabit your body and to attach themselves to you. And I had no idea any of that. You know, I just thought, oh, this is a sin because the Catholic Church says so. It's not because it brings anything bad. So I had done these things. I mean, obviously we all sin. I've committed so many sins in my life Mm -hmm. and I had no idea that true consequences that it brought and like i said when i had this depression this anxiety i just thought oh that's just me that's just because that's just who i am Mm -hmm. and um so when i first started getting into christ like i said i was reading the bible reading more and more watching a bunch of videos about it and somehow i came across deliverance and then i kind of went i kept going down these rabbit holes and i was just watching all these videos and it was saying you know like five signs that you might need deliverance. And I was relating to every single one of them. Like, (laughs) I'm just scrolling on the videos and I'm like, what? And like, I'm like, that's me. So I was like, okay, I think I should do this. And I was, and then that's the point where I found, um, Isaiah Salvador and I think it's his name. Mm -hmm. And I found the map there. He has a map of people who do deliverance. So I reached out to you, but yeah, so I reached out to you and you hadn't responded yet. So then I was still watching all these videos and I was only trying to learn about it. I wasn't trying to do deliverance. I was just trying to learn more. And I scroll on this one video and it, the guy at first was just talking about Alex, it. Alex, um, Alexander Pagani? Yes. Yeah, so he was just talking about deliverance. So I was like, okay, I'm here. To listen. And then he says, all right, stop. We're going to do a prayer now. And he says, you probably think you don't have a demon. If you don't, then just keep watching. You have nothing to lose. And if you do, we're going to find out. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to say a prayer. <laughs> like this is fine. Sure. So I'm watching the video. And I watched all the way through. I'm saying the prayer with him. And then I start to manifest. Like Mm. my head starts to twitch. And in my mind, I'm like, there's no way this is real. (laughs) Like I did not believe it was real. I was like, I think my mind is making this up. So I was like, I'm going to keep watching this and see if it's if it's just my mind. So I set the phone down and I let it loop. And as it goes, I'm just twitching more and more. It's worse and worse and worse. And it was honestly like Horrific. I, I just was manifesting completely like horribly a lot more than just twitching and I couldn't control it. And I was just watching this happen. I was watching it happen to me. And as the name, as the demons were being cast out in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, what more proof do you need? Like, I, c- I just can't put it into words. Yeah. And it was just something I didn't even know was there. Something I didn't even know I had. And I think that, a lot of people have this inside of them and they think, oh, this is just my addiction. This is just mm-hmm. my depression. This is just, you know, my personality. But there's more to it. And there's more ways that demons can enter just from you doing witchcraft. You know, there's generational curses. There's um, a lot of other ways that they can come in. Trauma. You know, I've dealt with a lot of trauma in my life. And I didn't really consider the consequences that that could have in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. So there was just a lot inside of me that I didn't even know. And after, and that video looped for three and a half hours while I manifested and it just kept going, kept going and I'm throwing up, literally. And um, these demons are leaving my body and it was just surreal. And afterwards I just cried and I was like, Jesus, like, I'm sorry. And that's what made me really realize how much I had done wrong. And I didn't even know that I was doing it. And I was like, God, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't even know what I was doing. And it just reminded me of what Jesus said. He said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. And
0: it was just that like revelation. And that's how I described it. It was like revelation. And as I just kept reading scripture, it was just revelation, revelation. And I even like had a thought of like when I went through my sickness, I never really understood why, obviously it it was such a horrible thing. And I felt like I didn't deserve that. You know, Mm -hmm. I have always been a pretty like good person. And even after it, I tried to go into like helping women through coaching and fitness, but it, it just wasn't right. And, um, like the Holy spirit said to me one day when I was filming a video, like this is why you went through it. So you could tell people the consequences of witchcraft. So you could show people like your story. And I don't even know where I was rambling from. I keep no, like going good. on tangents. No, but let the Holy Spirit um, do you you're good. Like I said, it was just this revelation. And after I was delivered, it was just this peace. Mm. Like my mind before I got delivered was always running. There was always a thought. I was always confused, had brain fog. You know, I would go to do something immediately, forget what I'm doing, go on my phone to do something, forget. It was just... I have 80, uh, I was, I was diagnosed with ADHD. So I was constantly like from one, my one thing to the next, I can't focus. I can't think clearly. And after I was delivered, it was just calm. Amen. And I had never even felt like, because I was dealing with this stuff for so long, I just thought that was who I was. So I didn't even know that that was a possibility that I could feel so calm. And I was just still. And my heart was changed, like things that I wanted to do or like sins that I wanted to commit. I just didn't even want to do it anymore. And there was just no desire anymore. And it was crazy because those were things that I wanted to do so much before. And it was like, I no longer want to do this. Like I no longer want to wear these clothes that are, you know, very promiscuous. And it was like, I would do that all the time. And I was just honestly amazed at how much I changed like that.
1: Yeah. It was like almost like an overnight thing for you. But also that's because God wants to use you obviously you see God wants to use you your page took over in like three days which is a blessing Um, so she reaches out to me everyone she reaches out to me and you know I immediately I don't think I would immediately start messaging (laughs) her but I I, yeah I must say because I get a lot of emails a lot of messages a lot of of that so I'm like going through making sure I respond to everybody Um, and I you know I reached back out to her and she was talking and I was like yeah yeah we can do this deliverance yada 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 so we um, end up Doing the deliverance. Um, and it went, I think it went pretty well. I think mostly what she needed was inner healing at that moment because I believe uh, Alexander Pagani, he got them things out by a video. Thank so, you, Alexander. <laughs> <really appreciate that. laughs> so he left the, you know, I had the easy part. I didn't really have to do, do, deal with any spirits, but we just had to deal with some inner healing things that she was going mm-hmm. through. Um, and so you can testify to that going through inner healing. I just want to stop there. How was inner healing? Because there's a lot of people that, especially on my platform, um, that God has blessed me with that, um, you know, they need inner healing. They second guess it. Like, should I go through deliverance? Should I go through inner healing first? But in your case, I believe God, he wanted to do a complete 360 around with you because he needs you now. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people your age that is mm-hmm. out here doing things that they have no business doing. Don't realize the, the repercussions that they're causing themselves. Don't realize the demons that they're putting inside of themselves. Not realizing that the more and more new age stuff that they do, they're getting farther and farther and farther away from God. And i know know that this here God is going to use even this show to mm-hmm. to help people because people need to hear these testimonies um, and it's even even scripture wise it says that you know people are set free by by their testimony because why other people get to hear the testimony other people get to benefit from the testimony it's not really for you yeah it's for the people And so, um, you know, we're, we're heading in a good direction. Um, so when it, when it's coming to everything, she went through the deliverance and I had the pleasure to do the (laughs) baptism. Um, I had told her, I was like, um, you know, have you been baptized yet? And she said, no, I was like, Hey, we have a pool. Okay. Come (laughs) on over. today. today. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) She was ready. She was on fire. So I gave her a certain time to be there. She was there. We did the baptism and, um, ever since then, like. That very next day, Mm -hmm. I think you started your TikTok and boom. Like, what was your thoughts when you saw it? Because you said you went to bed, what, five follows, woke up with... 4,000 or something like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I'll get there in a second, but I just wanted to agree with that and say that it's so dangerous because so many, probably like almost everyone watching this, if you're not, mm-hmm. if you don't read the word and you're not a very like devout Christian, you are probably doing witchcraft or doing things and you just don't know. Like mm-hmm. angel numbers, horoscopes, watching these things, there's so many ways that it can enter. And if you are oblivious, you won't know. And like, that's why my favorite scripture is, um it's, it, and now I'm having like stage fright. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. And that's because you are so blind and you just conform to what everyone else is doing. You mm-hmm. see that what everyone else is doing, it seems fine. It seems pure. So you do it. But once you start to read the word, once you start to understand what the word says and what is actually witchcraft, what is actually sin, you realize what you're opening yourself up to. And that's when you, you begin to see the world for what it truly is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, It was crazy. Like, I don't know. I just, I filmed a video and I posted it and it got like a certain amount of views. Like it it didn't do badly. So I I thought that was kind of good. You know, it had like 5,000 views. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. That's reaching some people. And I go to bed and I wake up the next day and I immediately went into word. I didn't check my phone or anything. So I was just reading the Bible and then I got a text from you Yeah, and it said, it was like, girl, you have like a thousand followers or like 4,000 followers. And I was like, what? There's <laughs> no way because I went to bed late. So I was like, it hasn't been that long since I last checked. And I go on my page and it blew up. And then as those days were going, it was just tripling tripling like now I'm at 40k so it's just amazing what God can do and when you prophesied that it was crazy because I had this urge like oh you should share this you need to share this the only way I can describe it was urgency like once I started to read the word and once I started to get into this like you said I was on fire I just couldn't stop reading it I, I no longer was I didn't even like I'm obsessed with the gym and I was going like twice a day I haven't even gone in two weeks because I'm so like into the word it's
1: yeah. just like I, I send her a text She'd be like I've been up all night reading
0: the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I haven't been sleeping cause it's just, I don't know. It's just like this calling and I just couldn't stop. And I'm like, I need
1: to tell people, I need to tell people because it's like,
0: I need and, to tell and that's you. That's why God
1: can give it to you. That's why God can give you the the follows because He knows you're humble. Yeah. It. there's a lot of people that can get that and they be puffed up. They and then they just start doing it just for the follows. But you you're like, no, I have a hunger to, mm-hmm. to feed the people, uh, to feed God's mm-hmm. sheep. Um and I, I really hear, you know, there's more in store for you. Evangelist, like you're you're evangelizing. That's what, exactly what you're doing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because um I, I haven't
0: even told any like the only person that knows that I have this account is my roommate. Like, I don't even it doesn't doesn't feel, you know, the followers don't mean anything because it's not about me. It's about yeah, Christ. Amen. Like this page isn't about me. It's not me. It's the Holy Spirit speaking through me. And yes. it's just for you. I'm here to help you. And that's all I want. All glory to God. And that's what I said when I prayed to him. I said, Lord, it's not about me anymore. I don't care whatever I wanted to do. I prayed. I said, Lord, please change my heart to make my will like, consistent with what you want. I said, it's not about me. I want you to use me to do whatever you want and take those old desires out of my heart. And I stopped yeah. posting fitness stuff. I haven't even looked at it in two weeks and I was, I was going all in on that beforehand. And I think that's also what was re- really why it was given to me is because I was obedient.
1: I was, so obedient. You know, I just felt this calling and I, I followed it, you know. I'm so glad you said that because I literally just did a um, a live video yesterday on YouTube and I was saying that your obedience is what elevates you. So, mm-hmm. this is a testimony. Yeah. She's testif- <laughs> testifying to what I said. Literally, your obedience is what's going to elevate you. Mm-hmm. When you are not obedient to what God is telling you to do, guess what? You can forget everything, but He can bless you with more when you're obedient. He's like, okay, I'm going to give you this little bit. Let me see how you handled it okay she handled this well now I'm going to give you a little bit more so she not only did she walk away from new age she didn't just walk away from catholic because even the word says that you know you like you can't allow yourself to just oh I can't do this because my mom or dad don't want me to Mm -hmm. like you literally have to forget about everybody else Mm -hmm. and it's between you and God at this moment and um a lot of people struggle with that Mm -hmm. they struggle with disappointing certain people that they Mm -hmm. love um and a lot of times they allow themselves to just stay into whatever they're doing because they don't want to hurt the person. They don't want the person to separate from them. They're afraid of being um, isolated. And I know that's what we talked about. Mm-hmm. I told you, what did I say? I said, you're going to have an isolated season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I totally agree. And what, she, what you said to me was, w-
0: which is what really made me understand, you said, mm-hmm. so when the Holy Spirit came in, it was like transformation. And mm-hmm. I immediately felt convicted of pretty much everything that I was supposed to do, everything that I was doing, everything that I had planned. And I just felt like I couldn't do these things anymore but I was scared to disappoint people like Mm -hmm. for example I was supposed to go to Fort Lauderdale I had this (laughs) I had this planned for months I had like it was this whole weekend with my roommate you know and she's my been my friend for years and we're very close and like she was so excited texting me every day like I'm so excited you're gonna come we're gonna have so much fun and God just said no like God said no and I just was battling because I'm like oh but you know we already bought the hotel like I don't want to ruin her weekend but then i I brought it to you and you said well you're either going to betray her or you're going to betray god Mm -hmm. and i was like wow and that's what you need to start thinking about all of your actions they're either betraying god or they're for god there's really not a middle ground so it it doesn't matter like what that's what the bible says it says everything you do should be to please the father you know Mm -hmm. love not the world love me and and jesus says if they hated hated you remember that they hated me first mm-hmm. and that's actually something that I heard um like with the followers obviously you get a lot of hate so I've been getting some of that and <laughs> it, it can be hard and like I just remember reading something and thinking God like you know they're hating on me and he says when they hate you remember that they hated me first and the Bible says if you're truly living a life of Christ you will be persecuted
1: yeah and remember if they're hating you they are hating Christ they're not hating you they actually hating what you're preaching what you're saying because it goes against what the spirits on the inside of them is telling them and so a lot of times they they don't even even realize just like today i had to literally mute someone off my youtube Mm -hmm. because he's going in people saying you know i posted this video and it's called um what is it called holy spirit it's called um wait do you need deliverance that's what it's called do you need deliverance and then i put 38 um 38 signs that you may need possibly need to be delivered so this guy go on there and people saying that they need to be delivered and he's going on there telling them you don't need to be delivered you're a christian and i'm like Yes. In what sense? Like like Jesus came to set the people free. Even there's scripture that says that, you know, to go out, heal the sick, deliver people from demons, to go and prophesy, go and preach, go and proclaim his name. Like yep. he tells us to do that. So how can you do all of that? But then say, oh, I'm going to just take out this one part of Christians can't have a demon. It's like, and if that's the case, then why did Jesus come? Exactly. He came to set us free. He didn't just come to set you free from um, sicknesses and diseases, yeah. which guess what? It's sick, caused by the demons. Exactly.
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and it was like right after I got into this new age stuff that I got randomly got an extremely rare illness with a one in three mortality rate. Like I went and that was the hardest part about this illness is mm-hmm. every single doctor I went to, they didn't even know what it was. And they just kept telling me it was in my head. So no one believed me. My family didn't believe me. No one believed me. Mm. So it was just the mo- that was the most isolating experience of my life. Like I had I truly had no one because no one believed me. And I didn't know what to do. And I couldn't eat because because what it was, it, I, I don't to explain. It, but right. I couldn't eat, so I was just watching myself wither away, mm-hmm. and I was like, "God, like there's no one else who can help me. Like no one else can help me."
1: And a lot of times, he has to put us on those those the not not gonna say depression moments, but those moments where. It's either you come fix this or I'm not going to make it. Exactly. Um, you know, and the thing for me where, where it hit rock bottom for me is when um, I went through a, a divorce because I was in a narcissistic relationship. And one thing is like, even though I was going through that it's like I still was out there in the world still taking sleep pills still drinking still partying mm-hmm. still having sex still doing things that I should not be doing but it came to a point where I started feeling wrong mm-hmm. and at that time I didn't realize that was called conviction I was just like yeah I, I just don't want to do this anymore I don't want to hang out with these girls anymore I don't want to go to the club anymore I started to not want to drink anymore it's like I begin to feel this tug like you need to stop and um, I, I want to go all the way back to this one incident where it was my first time drinking mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to prove a point to someone which didn't work it proved point to myself (laughs) a Mm -hmm. negative point but i literally woke up and i was in this pool of throw up Mm -hmm. like i could have drowned in that Mm -hmm. i could i had no one to help me i could have drowned in it and i would have been in hell right Mm -hmm. now and the thing is is that his grace his mercy he knew like okay she's going through it i'm gonna we're gonna she's gonna get over this hump i had a lot more trials to go through many years of abuse um but guess what I came out of it. Mm -hmm. Guess what? You can come out of this too. Those who's listening, you can come out of abuse. You can come out of new age. You can come out of wrong religion. You can come out of addictions and temptations. You can come out of the desires of the enemy and come into the alignment with God and what his word says. But the thing is, is you have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. He get, he's given us a choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, um, Just moving forth with with everything now. Is there anything else that you want to share with anyone? Is there anything else that God is placing on your heart?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I totally agree. Like that that was such a low point for me, but it was what I needed. Like I wouldn't change anything that happened Mm -hmm. because sometimes you need that low point to to reach out to God. But you need to do that before you reach that low point because if God realizes that's the only thing that's going to turn you to Him, then Mm -hmm. He might put that in your life, and no one wants that. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) no, no, we don't. (laughs) I know and. like I said, or like you said, you can come out of every of anything. Um Like people think, oh, I did this. Like, can I be forgiven? I did this. We are all sinners. Like I've committed pretty much every sin. Like I've had all of these, all of this trauma, all of this hurt, but God really can transform you. The Holy
1: Spirit, once you're reborn in Christ, it's just something else. Amen. Absolutely. And so, um, everyone that's listening, this is Talia and she wanted to, you know, actually I, I wanted her (laughs) to come onto this show because I was like, this is going to be amazing. I don't think I've ever had anyone that literally came from a different religion and and from new age, you know, there's not a lot of people that want to openly talk about this and just know, like, um, if you're in this situation where you was like, wow, I had no idea that what I'm doing is, you know, causing me to get these demonic spirits, then, Hey, you can change today today is the day you can change and so tell people how you can be followed because i know you have different platforms (laughs) out there how can they follow you so you can follow me my username is talia talks jesus t-a-l-i-a
0: talks jesus on every platform on instagram it has two s's talia talks jesus (laughs) (laughs)
1: But. <laughs> <laughs> and then also i'm going to also post her information on my youtube so this show um is going to be is is going to is going to air and obviously for those who's listening right now and on the radio i want you to know that if you um, missed any of this and you're like man i really wish i would have been able to catch some of this um all you have to do is go over to my youtube and it is be the light and then Zakia z-a K-I-Y-A, and then you can follow the YouTube and you can watch this show all the way from the beginning, take some notes, ask the Holy Spirit to confirm some things within yourself. And if you need inner healing, if you need deliverance, if you need a life coach, that is what I do. God, have me in that area. I do life coaching for people who has been through narcissistic abuse. I do life coaching for people who's trying to get on the right path of God. And then also I do inner healing. So if you have past traumas, you have past histories of abuse, regardless of what type of abuse, maybe. You dealing with some addictions, whatever it is, we can um, work through those issues. We can work through those problems that the enemy has placed into your life. And then also, if you need deliverance, guess what? I also do that. And I'm so happy to help you through deliverance, which is hundred percent free. And so there's no reason to be bound because God came to set the captives free. And so again, my name is Pastor Zachary Robinson and I am with Wave 94. So don't hesitate to uh, rewatch this if you need to, because it will be on YouTube. All right. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm no longer bound. I'm no longer chained. I'm no longer captive. No longer restrained. Delivered, set free and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Thank you so much for tuning in to Be The Light. If you are looking for a life coach or maybe you're looking for some inner healing, please visit BeTheLight.com. Live again, that is be the light. Live, and you can also follow us on YouTube for a replay of this show at Zakia Robinson. Be blessed.
0: My name is.